I always, when I do the countdown, um, I I think about uh, the Adventure Zone and the Wonderland theme music. That yeah. is three, two, one, let's go. <laughs> so, hi guys, this is... <laughs> Hello. Hello, everybody. Hello. This is No Chick Flick Moments, and I'm your co-host, Remy. And I'm your other co-host, B. And this is our Supernatural Watchcast. That's not a watchcast anymore. I love how I struggled for, like, the last five episodes of our actual NCFM recording to remember how we did the intro, and then just now I fell into it, like, like... This is a normal thing for me. <laughs> you got the reflexes back. I got it. I got him back somehow. <laughs> and and now I don't know what comes after this. So, uh, yeah. So today's episode, we're talking about <laughs> supernatural conventions and also potential filming starting up again. We didn't introduce our, our th- this episode as a quarantini. Or, or that we're welcoming ourselves back into the rhythm of things after being off for a couple of weeks. Listen, guys, <laughs> I, I don't know about you, but life sure is happening and it continues to happen at a speed that just makes me feel like, I don't know, like Katamari Damansi is happening to me and I'm just getting rolled over, picked up and then flung into the next location. I'm like, Kate, cool. That's what's happening this week. Okay, that's fine. I'll land on my feet somehow. Oh my gosh. Uh, Yeah, yeah. That's a that's a good little summary. But, you know, actually, B, I am happy to be back and to be talking with you. Yeah. Because life sure is a thing that is happening, but it's I... sure happening a lot. <laughs> but I'm always happy to come together and talk about supernatural, even if it is uh, uh, convention dates uh, that may or may not be subject to change. <laughs> yeah, it's looking more and more like it's possible that Vegas will be the only creation convention this year. <laughs> Yeah. Well, you know what, though? You know, it really surprised me. Um, mm. So some of the Supernatural news since it's coming out, um, it has been coming out the past couple of weeks, uh, are the uh, creation convention uh, rescheduled dates for uh, conventions that were meant to happen earlier this year or a little bit later in this year in 2020. And uh, some of those are being rescheduled for 2021 and others have been announced through the creation entertainment newsletter that they are staying right where they are oh really yeah for for example uh the one that i really keyed into was um toronto and vancouver for okay well that's different well oh really it's different is it <laughs> do do we want to get into why it's different <laughs> no that's valid that's valid <laughs> Well, yeah, so Toronto and Vancouver were actually on the official Creation Entertainment newsletter, um, which I signed up for at some point um, at 
s- f- sometime for something. Um, Possibly for Vancouver last year. <laughs> yeah, Question yeah. Mark? Or Vancouver this year. I think I, w- I mm. was actually um, trying to keep closer tabs on when the general admission tickets were going to go on sale. So I signed up for the newsletter. And uh, what surprised me is that this newsletter is not very spammy at all. I get maybe two emails a week and it's always with uh, relevant information on um, updates or uh, panel announcements. So if you are a convention goer, then the Creation Entertainment uh, uh, newsletter for Supernatural events and and when you sign up for the newsletter you can choose specifically which fandoms of events you are interested in getting news for um i guess what i'm saying is it hasn't betrayed me in the way of some promotional emails so uh. yeah when they come at such a volume you're highly irritated (laughs) yeah yeah uh but the first of the uh official announcements that they had conventions that they were still going forward with in the year of 2020 was uh, Toronto and Vancouver. Both are in October. Toronto is the 9th through the 11th, and then Vancouver is the next week for the 16th through the 18th. Um in, in October of this year. And that really surprised me. I thought that there was going to be just by default no uh, conventions this year, especially with how um, filming got delayed so or disrupted so thoroughly. Well, to that effect, I can see it's still taking place in October because I think, isn't it about eight days per episode that they need for filming? So if mm-hmm. they have two episodes left, then it's really only going to be three weeks that they need between July and August in order to get all the filming wrapped and done. So speaking of filming, that was a little tidbit of news that came out this week, right? Yeah, I think it was CB, uh, the CW announcing that they were going to start having their actors called back. For um, the the end of July is the target uh, restart for the filming date. Yeah, and I think BC is still requiring the two-week quarantine, so they need to be back two weeks ahead of whenever the filming is actually going to begin, and there's a whole bunch of new restrictions on what the filming can do as well. So it's going to be interesting to see how this plays into how it might impact the way that the script was written for the final episodes. How do you feel about that? Because when I saw that, like filming set to restart end of July, that blew me away. And it made me very concerned for uh possible like letting this uh letting this pandemic impact the the script itself so so i would be concerned that there would be changes made to the intended ending of the of the film of, of the film of the series uh, solely due to you know the constraints put upon the filming due to the pandemic so when it it could be that just delaying the filming for a couple more months would be what we needed to get the ending that the writers intended rather than having to work around it yeah i know what you mean like 
I guess it's one of those things of how optimistic are you that things would be able to get back to a ground zero in a timely fashion where you're not just having the cast and crew hang around waiting to finish this, waiting to start other projects. Mm. Like you can feel the pressure that is coming from these external forces of like time is money and economics, the economy, blah, 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 that is getting really on the teeter-totter of let's stay safe and let's make money, we can feel everyone being like, let's make money. And it's tipping away from being safe. But until we actually have the COVID-19 vaccine and we're able to confidently say, okay, we're no longer in danger of outbreaks, like that could be a long time yet. I know we're sick of Mm -hmm. quarantine already, but how long are we supposed to wait, I guess, is my question. If we're looking for perfection versus done. That is so... that For a show that's run for 15 years, uh, I would just absolutely hate to see any sort of um, negative impact on the intended uh, ending for the series. Uh, yeah. Or not, maybe not even negative impact, but to see a pivot in any way, it, it kind of just the thought of it kind of leaves a bad taste in my mouth because if there is a pivot away from the original ending script, then it's just due entirely to, uh, like you said, us feeling those scales tipping in what I would think is the wrong direction as time goes on. Yeah. But like, there's already going to be some changes and maybe it's just in a filming level because like, I'm assuming that we're going to see more of death in the final two episodes. And Lisa is well underway in her pregnancy. So there'll be alterations needed there, but Mm -hmm. maybe that's just on, you know, a blocking level. But yeah, I don't know, because I'm with you where I'm like, I would love if they didn't have these constraints that they needed to worry about and just got to film what they wanted to film. But we don't live in that world. And so now it definitely becomes, well, how is this going to affect us? You know, like, what's the fight scenes changes going to be like? Are there going to be any alterations to what was scripted in that fashion. And like the last two episodes, you know, heightened stakes, yada, yada. So what's actually going to take place there? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It, it's interesting. I, I just think that, like you said, it, I wonder why they chose to, um, push up well no i we i guess we know why they chose to push up the filming or to start filming again what feels to me asap um and i think that it was obviously a conversation with the actors you know they had to feel uh they had to agree to come back and i'm sure they had to say and if they wanted to wait or if they wanted to um wrap up those last two episodes uh but one of the outside pressures that you mentioned would be the fact that Jared is contracted to start start producing um 
t- uh, Texas Walker, Texas Walker, uh, <laughs> Walker, Texas <laughs> Ranger. Um, yep. So, you know, I'm sure he's got a hot iron on him for that. Uh, but it, it, it definitely surprised me that they were going to uh, restart uh, and wrap up filming this summer, especially since um, we're not set to even begin to air the the remainder of the episodes until the fall yeah well i guess they still have to do like very minor edits for the next episode that is intended to air and assumedly the episodes thereafter and so it shouldn't be too much to get them going in the fall and having five to air is kind of five weeks buffer to however long it would take you to finish pre-production and post-production of the final two episodes. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just had assumed that they were going to wait until the fall to finish filming because they would have that lead time of the five episodes that they already have filmed and, um, and presumably Mm. largely produced. But but to have the filming done well ahead of time, they're going to have all of those seven last episodes, seven final episodes, really lined up uh, in the barrel. Yeah. And, like, I'll say perhaps why they're looking at the summer instead of the fall. Like, of the provinces, BC definitely did a really good job handling the pandemic early on, and they've been really good at contact tracing and locating clusters. Mm-hmm. So perhaps it speaks to the confidence that people have in the government and in the health sector of the province to be like, no, we can restart. It's safe. Mm-hmm. And we have all these provisions in place for when, you know, how craft services, how hair and makeup is done. We have all these rules that are written out saying that this is the new normal Mm -hmm. under COVID. And we feel like this will be enough to protect people. That that's a great point. Uh, I, I'll be the first to admit that I, I'm, I'm pretty ignorant on how how far along Canada is in their recovery and um, and prevention measures, but I will say that they've done better than the U.S. And as someone who's living in the U.S., to hear, yeah, two months from now, we're good, we're gonna go. I was just like, huh, what, <laughs> what? Yeah, yeah. Well, like even hearing that, I'm like, okay, you can say. I'm fine to go to restaurants. Restaurants can be open. Here are the new rules. But that doesn't necessarily mean that I'm going to or that the new rules are sufficient to support these businesses that are open. You know, Mm -hmm. if a restaurant is only allowed to have people that are sitting six feet apart, well, that cuts down the number of people that they can have sitting there. And if they only have a small patio, like, This is just a lot of talk to say that, okay, even if you feel like there are sufficient protections in place, it's not necessarily going to be the great boon to the economy that people are imagining, nor is it going to be perhaps as safe as people want to pretend it is as well. And, you know, to... um to start filming now may be a safeguard in and of itself in, 
you know, where things are pretty, things are leveling off, especially in Canada, um, pretty well right now. But there's always that, you know, potential threat of a... Until. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Of a resurgence, especially with uh, the changing of the seasons. So, yeah. yeah, I I think that, I don't know, maybe this is me perhaps speaking optimistically, but I'm like, the Vancouver date I could see staying. Mm-hmm. And Toronto, I don't know, because Ontario has had more difficulty keeping control of the curve than BC has. So I suppose we'll see how that goes. And whether or not creation is going to change their mind down the road is going to be up in the air. Yeah, yeah. All of these dates are definitely subject to change. And um, B, you can have fun at Vancouver Con because I'm sure by that point, Canada would have put a uh, a, uh, a travel ban on U.S. Ian's. It's already there. <laughs> like, oh, <laughs> well, oh, honey. <laughs> I shouldn't say it like, no, you're banned. Well, what it is is that there is reduced border crossing, uh-huh. like – it's the borders are essentially closed to non-essential travel right now. So I've seen reports that there's some people who are getting around it. They drive up to the border in their car and they're like, oh, no, we're on our way to Alaska. And then as soon as they're across the border, they're like, haha, suckers, we're off to Banff or whatever. Oh my gosh. So there is that loophole that people have been exploiting. But I don't think that there's a terrible lot of air travel that's going on. And that's the other thing, too, is if people are flying into these conventions, you know, is there going to be the flights available? What does that look like? How are the price of flights going to change, Mm -hmm. knowing that all of the goodies that made flights as cheap as they were are gone? You know, like cram people in sardines and turn it around hella crazy fast. Mm -hmm. They're not going to be able to do that in this pandemic situation, so... Yeah, there's lots of question marks up there. And I'm also thinking of like the Justin Bello con was moved from this summer to December. But as it stands, EU has a travel ban, I think, that is going in effect for Americans that they're not allowing Americans Mm -hmm. to come over because of the pandemic. So if this is a ban that's potentially in place, like, Even if, say, by December, Italy has its situation under control and they're satisfied, that's not to say that convention goers from America are going to be able to attend because they could very well be restricted based off of these rules. And how do the the actors and and writers and crewmates, crew members, how do they get around those bands? I mean, you can't have a convention if the... If the uh, the actors the can't go, yeah, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, Americans, Americans, be that. That's the word I was looking for when I said U.S.ians. <laughs> the U.S. people, Americans. <laughs> oh, it's uh, a word. <laughs> it's a word. <laughs> that's the word. <laughs> So, so it, you know, and this was about, I don't know, I would say maybe a month ago that I saw that they were keeping the Vancouver date, uh, and, uh, 
for October and looking at the schedule now for the, uh, you know, the current schedule as it stands, there are, uh, you know, uh, there's, there's Canada in October, but there are a lot of 2020 U.S. dates that have yet to be, be rescheduled. Some of them as early as September. Yeah. And I think some of that might have to do with the fact that um, to cancel and to receive money back or to reschedule that there has to be a renewed state of emergency call that is banning the capability for these conventions. Mm -hmm. So it puts you in this bind of you want to let people know as soon as possible that the date's going to be rescheduled, but you really can't reschedule it until the last minute, depending on what the state has given for its rules of, you know, social gatherings. Oh, okay. Man, I love so you, You're so well-informed. You, you teach me all the good things. No, if I say things in such a tone, it sounds like I'm well-informed. But really, it's like 50% ass-pulling that's happening. I'm like, <laughs> I'm pretty sure that that's how this works. And then, like, an expert would show up, and I would immediately be shamed. So. <laughs> But, you know, for example, Dallas, Con, uh, Denver, uh, Las Vegas. Nashville. Yeah. Oh, Nashville. That was the one. Um, San Fran, I think, got rescheduled too. Yeah. 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 They, there were a lot of 2020 events that uh, were pushed into 2021. And, uh, and you know, I I had planned on going to at least one, but tentatively two supernatural mm-hmm. conventions in 2020. And uh, one, the I was going to go to Dallas Con if I could, and that was going to be just right before, or maybe you know what, maybe I was wrong on this, but I think that Dallas Con was going to be originally before the season finale. Yes. And then, uh, and then Vancouver would have been the second convention that I wanted to attend would have been after the series finale. Mm-hmm. And I was very much looking forward to what the differences would be, but, but, but to see, you know, to go to Dallas con in just a couple of weeks before the finale aired and, you know, the, the actors had already filmed it and to, uh, you know, what kind of energy would that have been to, yeah. To, to know but not know the end of the series. Um, yeah, that they sit there with those cards close to the chest and how much they would tease us with it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then just a couple of months later for Vancouver uh, to have, you know, the cats out of the bag and they can they can really dig into the meat of the, uh, uh, the finale. I was thinking with the way that the timing has changed that it's almost going to be Vancouver is now the one that is right before the series finale airs. Yeah, it is. It would be. Um, if if Vancouver is really going to stick with mid-October, uh, then, uh, then that would be right around just, you know, a couple of weeks in either direction on when uh the the re-airing is set to begin you know the fall yeah. of 2020 yeah cuz traditionally they start like the first week of october somewhere around there and i think they're coming back on thursdays again which is quite nice 
So you would see the convention happening while episodes were airing and you'd be maybe two or three episodes in with three or four to go. That's not right numbers, but you know what I mean. <laughs> you know what I just realized? Oh my mm-hmm. God. If it, I I don't know, US, I don't trust you, but um, uh, New Orleans is scheduled for the end of November uh 2020 uh november 20th Mm. through the 22nd and that is an hour away from my hometown and i could do a little thanksgiving visit and (laughs) uh just hop over there yeah yeah a thanksgiving visit home and then just take a little meander over to new orleans for a night that would be something I'm looking at the calendar now to figure out roughly when I predict the final episode. Mm-hmm. On the 19th of November. So no that would be way. the weekend. Uh, no what? way. <laughs> that's when it, that's my prediction. I it, 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 so the the New Orleans and man, don't do this to me because like it would be such a fucking <laughs> simple thing to drive home. And then go to, and then just go to New Orleans, like Thanksgiving. <laughs> that's fine. I'll just, yeah, I'm here for Thanksgiving. Don't, don't worry about me. Pack up some leftovers. I'll take them <laughs> with me. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm here for Thursday, but Friday, um, I got to go for some some Black Friday sales in New Orleans. So yeah, gonna... yeah. Don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah. Um, that that that's interesting. I wonder if that will stick. Um, and, and if they do do the New Orleans convention, I wonder how close that would be to the finale because to have something right around the finale time, you know, on either side, honestly, would be something that I would be interested in, in seeing. Yeah. Yeah. I wish it wasn't in America because you guys terrify me right now. Yeah, as we should, as we should stay safe. (laughs) I'm I'm worried for you guys. I I mean honestly I think it's ir- I think it's irresponsible to have any um convention in yeah uh in 2020 especially in America. It sh- yeah. I they they even, should be pushed. Yeah. So. Even with like my impression of the BC government's handling, I'm still like I don't think you could get me to go there. Like I don't know. Yeah, which is so unfortunate because you know I want to go. We're gonna yeah, but we will, we will. If it's if it's next year, then that's that's fine. But we're gonna we're gonna go. Yeah, we are going to reconvene at a convention eventually. Mm-hmm. Now, before this devolves too much into just you and me making travel plans, um, <laughs> uh, let's let's go back to you know this week on Supernatural. Was there, uh, was there anything else that, that, anything else ripe on the grapevine? Oh, I don't know if I would be the person in the know. I've kind of fallen out of it just because I've been so head first into trying to get my Big Bang story written. Yeah, I hear you hit the, I hear. (laughs) You said that you hit the uh, halfway point last week. So congratulations. I'm going to give you a round of applause. Wait, I got to get. Thank you. Halfway on DCBB. (laughs) It's 
so much longer than I anticipated, but I shouldn't be surprised because yes. my outline was long already. It it never fails that I'll create an outline and it's super long and I'm like, mm, it's going to be at least seven times as long as this outline. And then it's like, fuck, that was accurate. Fuck. <laughs> Surprise Pikachu. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, who could have done this to myself? <laughs> I hit 25,000 words on the weekend. So I'm looking at a 50,000 word length and you can you can hear my soul rattling around in my husk because it's been seven weeks so far of just plugging away Uh and having another six weeks to go to finish it i'm like oh my god this is gonna be my summer (laughs) i remember the dcbb times it 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 it, would it make you feel better if i say it just does that to you (laughs) yeah no, I I'm really optimistic. I'm really optimistic I'll get the first draft done for August. Mm-hmm. And then that's when I'm going to tap you and Mariah and Lee's and everyone in and be like, okay, Avengers assemble. Help me fix this. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Love it. We'll be very happy to answer that call. Mm, thank you. And is that uh, so? Is that what's been consuming your 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 life these past couple of weeks, or do you have any um, do you have any happies that you would like to share? What's what's up, B? What's up? Oh well, I'll definitely say my weekends have been the writing because, like, I sit down and I'm like, okay, here's the reasonable goal, and then. Friday hits and I'm like, okay, so I didn't do any of the reasonable goals. It's time to do the dramatic goals. So my weekends have been mostly writing, but then I've been continuing to read like crazy. And there was a game bundle that I purchased because the proceeds were going towards um, a racial injustice fund that was going towards bail funds and the like. And so I've been working my way through that list to playing different games that were in the bundle. I bought that bundle too. I haven't had the chance to dive into the the list. It was something like 5,000 IO games and uh you know 5,000 games that's intimidating, but I did hear tell that there were some lists out there that were, you know, some if you, if you want this kind of thing, then here's a here's a good list of where to start. Or if you want this kind of thing, then check these out. So I'll, I'll dig well, see, into that. That would have been a handy list. Because <laughs> what I did instead was I went through the 57 pages of <laughs> games where there's 30 items on each page. And then I'm opening each tab and then, like, oh, this looks good. This looks good. Oh. Like, I have right now a document where I've sorted it to my own genres uh-huh. where I'm like, spooky, aesthetic. Slice of life. Like, oh it doesn't God. make sense. I love so you so much. So I have a much. list of, like, 50 games. And uh, I didn't even write down, like, the horror ones, because I'm like, mm, I gotta go through that on my own time. I'll savor those. You know what? If I bought it, then I bet there are some listeners out there that did, too. So if, you, if you've if you got that in a little G-Doc, and you might have some recommendations, then... <laughs> <laughs> All I can say so far is I've been obsessively playing Cook Serve Delicious 2. 
that sounds fake. <laughs> it's basically like you can get it on an, your phone or uh-huh. whatever. And it's where you are filling cooking orders for a restaurant. But I like playing it on the computer because there's more keys and I'm less liable to just tap things because I'm feeling crazy. But it kind of also feels like Mavis Beacon's typing because (laughs) it's like building a burger. So I'm like, M-M-C-B-L-T as being like meat, meat, bacon, lettuce, Uh uh (laughs) but I'm like addicted. I've gotten through maybe 10 of the restaurants so far. And I keep getting more as I, my level increases. So I like recently expanded into a a sports bar and grill and having to make wings and that kind of shit where I'm just like, oh my God, like some, at certain point, I'm like, I just don't learn very well. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> well, I know that that fundraiser did end, but I wonder if the bundle is still available, um, somewhere or if they would maybe open up a second round of fundraising but regardless i will drop a link in the show notes on at least what bundle we're talking about on on those yeah. games and out- outside of the bundle they are available for to play um, yeah and download and a lot of the games are quite inexpensive too like mm-hmm. five bucks will p- queue up a copy so i i've been enjoying it so far and there's definitely a lot in there that i'm like eyes emoji at hmm nice nice i'll have to I'll, in a couple of weeks i'll hit you up for for you know i i i don't need lists and i don't need to like do my hit and miss myself i'll just mooch off of your own uh troubleshooting <laughs> there okay i should actually going to pull this up because there were a couple in there where i'm like are you fucking kidding me i cannot wait because <laughs> there was one that is essentially like there, it's cold outside in the city, and there's a bunch of cats around on the street. So we bring them inside, and I'm like, "Fuck yeah, this sounds like <laughs> my type of shit," you know? Yeah, yeah. And then there's one called Play with Gilbert, where again you have like a kitten, and I'm like, "I'm sure this game is directed towards five year olds," and I'm like, "Kitty, kitty." <laughs> so maybe I fall into the correct category there. I don't know. Yes, nice, love it. How about you, Remy? What has been your happy lately? Since you started it, I think I'll stick with the um, the video games and say that I have been. Uh, <laughs> oh, so so when I get in a mood, um, and this mood strikes every every few years or so i um pick up uh some well-worn old interests uh, one of which includes world of warcraft and or league of legends <laughs> <laughs> leg of legs leg of legs so yeah, yeah. Um, I I I did resubscribe to WoW a couple of months ago, and I totally cheated and boosted a character, and then did my you know. That's not cheating. Mm, kind of cheating, but you know what? I boosted the character, but I still had to put like fifteen hours into leveling um the the most recent expansion. So I did do that. 
So then when I did hit max level, now I've just been derping around doing doing my like world quests and and some dungeons and I'm finally at uh, I'm finally geared to the point where I I could I could be doing raids, but raids typically um, require guilds and while I do get guild invitations from time to time, I'm like, uh, people are scary. <laughs> So mm, yeah, sometimes it's like okay, I know that this is an MMO, mm-hmm. but I just want to play alone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but you know, no, I've been I've been having fun just like picking like you know, there's easy goals to strive to towards, and um, and you get you know, I get to feel like I'm a good player because I'm like a certain item level, and I'm like, hey, I'm mm-hmm. I'm doing I'm doing this right, right, but. <laughs> oh my god it's been so long since i played world of warcraft yeah yeah i remember i had a draenei shaman that i really fucking loved guess what i'm playing (gasps) are you (laughs) i am i am playing a draenei shaman healer um uh, a same hat b i'm about to crush crush you though i'm not enjoying it as much as i enjoyed my blood elf um monk healer so i love monks because <laughs> because because the thing you know the one thing that i do like about both the shaman and the monk is the dps so they're both uh like melee fighters that have uh mm-hmm. that dual wield either with fist weapons or with maces and yeah um and I, there's something so satisfying about just like seeing your little character punch a guy out on the screen or whap him with a hammer, and I'm like, yes, yeah, you got that physical slump that goes <laughs> along with it. Yeah. And as a shaman, you can like call down lightning in your path. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so the healing, I'm not totally sold on, but the fighting styles are still are, are pretty similar. But there's there. The thing about a shaman healer is that they are great for raid healing because they are all about the AOE. Um, but but for a monk, it's more single target healing. So uh, there's something satisfying about uh, seeing someone who's like on the verge of death, and you can just bop them back up. Yeah, to full health. But yeah, no, no, not not if I have anything to say about it. But as a uh, as a shaman, you are very much just sustained heals and and you know larger groups are good for you. And uh, it's a different, it's definitely a different play style because before my shaman, I was also um, I also played a priest, and they were all about the big single target heals too. But yeah. You like to be a healer then? Um, I I like I I do like healing if I had to pick a role uh b- for groups. Um, I'll I'll go I'll definitely go healer. Uh, but out in the world, um DPS is always is always fun. But in a dungeon when I'm playing with other players, I'm like, "No, I don't I don't want the pressure." <laughs> Yeah, just looking at the health bar. Oh, you need it. Yep. Oh, you need it. Yeah, I can do that. I can do that. I'm used to that. <laughs> and then and then when when you're in a dungeon or a raid, you're being well, you're not, but I I I have the feeling like I'm being compared to the other DPSers. Um 
in, in the group. So it's like if you feel like you're competing to do the most damage. Yeah. Yeah. But when you're a healer, there's like only one or two healers in any given group. So you're like, we're in this together. <laughs> Not, yeah. You I'm guys do need us to yeah. just stay alive and we'll keep you alive. <laughs> right, right. But when it's DPS, it's like, no, I got to be the best. And I'm like, I don't want to be the best. I just want to <laughs> I just want to make sure that the tank doesn't die. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then for League of Legends, I go to League of Legends when I just want to get, you know, when when I just want to get my ass whooped. And I, oh. I, mean. <laughs> I think my brother's playing tonight. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He plays League of Legs. Uh, yeah. When I need when I need my, you know, daily dose of of humble. <laughs> What is it? What, what I, th- I feel humble like pie. Humble pie. Uh, you have no like, idea. You eat it so rarely. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, soup? Is it soup? Is it bread? What is the humble <laughs> humble pie? When I need humble my slice. Soup. When I need my slice. Humble, of humble soup pie. for the chicken soul. Humble soup for the chicken soul. I mean, honestly, I was like, no, that's a book. <laughs> 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 what is? <laughs> um. I I will uh play League of Legends and be like I'm just gonna mute all and chat and try not to die with varying degrees of success. <laughs> so and then I'll be over here making ice lattes and spicy chicken wings and various other meals and being like oh my god that was stressful guys and then i had to change a rat trap wild <laughs> i don't know how many books i've finished in the last little while i've been definitely burning through that three dark crowns series i finished the first three books and the prequel novellas and i'm just waiting for the fourth book to show up in the mail so i can finally finish the conclusion of the series Ooh, nice. Did you read those in any given order? You know, the prequels or or the trilogy? Is the fourth book uh, a direct continuation of the trilogy or are they kind of like yeah. broken out? And- it, I don't think it's like a trilogy. I think mm-hmm. it was definitely planned as a quad. But I only had the first three books mm-hmm. plus the novella. And so I was like, oh, I'll finish the third book, and then the fourth one's going to show up, but it still hasn't showed up. So I wedged the novella in there, and then uh-huh. I devoured it, and I'm like, well, damn it, because now it's like, there's going to be enough time that I'm going to want to read something, but I also don't want something that's too similar that I can't just drop and immediately turn over to it when it shows up in the mail. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that was the Three Dark Crown series? Yes. And it, it carried through to, I mean, yeah. so far. I know you haven't gotten to the end, though, but that's awesome. Yeah. I'm I'm nervous about how this last one is going to go because mm. there were some elements set up in the third book that is like, oh, no, this calls for the death of someone that I really hope doesn't die. No! Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. Okay, so next week you're going to let us know how it turns out. If I get it, I've been waiting. I thought I was going to get it last Friday, or sorry, last Wednesday, and I still haven't gotten it. Oh my gosh. Uh, Do you have any sort of uh, shipping tracking on it? No. Don't be crazy. I thought you were were talking to me, like, 
No. I was. What? Oh my god! Uh, I thought you were talking to the cat. I was like, "Why are you using that tone with me? What did I do? I didn't do anything." I was like, "This is, sounds like a suspiciously good idea if I had tracking, but no, I don't." Oh my god! I thought you were. I thought you were talking to the cat. I'm like, "What?" Because I didn't say anything to deserve that tone. <laughs> You're like, "Sure as hell not have been a tone to me." <laughs> All right, guys, pray for B. Yes. And the shipping gods will be kind. Yes. (laughs) Otherwise, I think I'm going to be starting little fires everywhere. I'm going to read that until it shows up. All right. I I await on pins and needles. I'm just like staring. Yeah, Aries, I don't believe it either. All right, guys. Well, we hope that you have enjoyed our little chat and uh, welcome back to NCFM. Our quarantinis will continue and we'll, we will see you guys next week. Yeah. See you guys. Bye. Bye. Aries has decided he's had enough and he's currently marking the microphone. <laughs> <laughs>